What is up, my podcast listeners? This is your host, Rafael Matuszewski, and it is Wednesday morning. It's cold, but I got my ass heater in my chair going, so we're going to be okay. Um, today, we are going to continue the habit-based strategies that you can use in 2021 to finally see some realistic success in the fitness and health department, primarily in fat loss. So we've already covered the importance of eating slowly, which I did not do last night, so I apologize to everyone listening. Hopefully you guys have been doing it. Uh, If not, and you were like me, get your shit together. Um, And then making sure you're getting in adequate um, sleep. Hopefully I already talked about sleep. If I didn't, I'll bring that up next time. And also adequate protein and vegetables. Um, What I want to go over today, and if I missed any of those things that I just mentioned, I will go back and review because I don't want to skimp out on anything. But um, today we're going to talk about carbohydrate intake. And what I've seen work primarily the best for the general population, and it's a kind of a blanket statement, and I know there's so many other um, options out there when it comes to, you know, how many carbs you should be eating. But from my own experience and what I've learned through Precision Nutrition, a more controlled carb- uh, carbohydrate intake tends to work best for the general population looking to lose fat. And here's why. Number one, we eat a shit ton of carbs. The average person, just a lot. And then the people who are trying to eat healthier, they still eat a shit ton of carbs. And going back to, you know, my previous videos where I talk about the importance of adequate protein intake, this kind of falls hand in hand because when I get someone to do a little, you know, food diary of like, oh, you know, just show me what you eat in an average three, four days. And the typical is like, oh, for breakfast, I have oatmeal, blueberries, and a banana. And then lunch, I have like some sort of sandwich and this thing and then dinner and I'm like okay but a lot of a lot of that's carbs not a lot of protein right and I think we all have been in that situation where you know you finish eating and you're like I could probably still eat and what do you go for you go for carbs and it's not I'm saying that carbs are bad it's just the ones that we tend to choose and munch on are not the greatest, you know? No one's gonna be like, oh, I'm, you know, I'm done eating. I can go for a little bit more. No one's gonna go grab a potato from the fridge that's obviously been cooked and eat that instead of like, 
Oh, this bag of crackers, this piece of bread, this leftover pasta. And the other thing, too, is these carb choices that we usually end up going down with have more calories attached to them compared to lean protein and vegetables. So you're kind of doing yourself a disservice when it comes to um, calorie intake. And we all know that you know, too many calories is not going to equal any kind of successful fat loss. You need to find that fine line where you're in a bit of a deficit, not enough that's destroying your energy or your workouts, but just enough to kind of get the things like moving in your body to make that change, to burn that fat. So what I essentially um, promote is that primarily all your carbohydrates should be coming from vegetables and fruit, right? And when we talked about vegetables and fruit before, the benefit is that, you know, you can eat a lot of it and the calories are quite low and the amount of food volume to put in, and this is actually funny because like I always check my Facebook memories of the things I've posted previously and sometimes I'll like, snag those, repurpose them, and post them out again. And I totally forgot to post this video that I shared like six years ago. And it was a video that showcased what, um, I think it was like 300 calories looks like in different types of food. And it was like on the same amount of plate. And like 300 calories of like broccoli was like ridiculously a lot. Like there was so much broccoli on the plate. Right? And I was just like, oh, like, like, this is a great example. And I totally forgot to share it. But that's essentially the thing is like you can eat a lot of vegetables and fruit and still stay underneath your calorie intake, your suggested calorie intake. And combine that with protein, good sleep, eating slow, you're probably not going to need to eat those starchy high glycemic type of carbohydrates. Now, when do I get people to actually eat those starchy carbs? Is usually, if I can get a client to this point, is to aim to have those post-workout. And usually this works out quite well if you're eating dinner around 7 or 8 p.m. and you go to the gym after work or you know, say you are a morning riser, you like to get your workouts in, then yeah, have your breakfast with some toast and eggs and whatever else you want to throw in there. But the big thing is if you can get primarily all of your starchy carbs post-workout, then you're on the right track. So it's not so much a low-carb diet approach. You're still getting a lot of carbohydrates because it's like, One banana, for example, like a medium-sized banana, has 44 grams of carbs. That's already a lot. Blueberries also has high amounts of carbs. Like, you're going to feel satisfied when you eat foods like that, right? Like oatmeal, same thing, high in carbohydrate, carbohydrate. Um, man, I can't speak today. It's high in carbs. (laughs) Um, Also... Um, things like potatoes. I'm a huge fan of like potatoes, yams, squash, like those more like hearty, thicker um, things that grow out of the ground 
to replace like your typical breads and pastas tend to have more minerals, more vitamins. And you know, like all the things that I'm like bringing up, those who are like gluten sensitive or can't, you know, digest gluten the greatest and have some sort of like allergic reaction to it. This is a great approach. And honestly, for most food sensitivities, the things that I'm bringing up tend to work a lot. And it really, really depends on where you're at with your food and eating. Because, you know, some people heavily rely on their carbs. Like I've done this with clients in the past where, you know, they give me their food diary and I'm like, you know what, let me like plug this into my fitness pal and I want to see the ratio of carbs, fats, and whatever they're, um, and protein, whatever they're um, consuming. And sometimes like carbs can be as like as high as like 80%. And I'm like, Christ. And the protein is like 14%. I'm like, okay, well, we need to even this out a little bit. And this is the stuff that people don't like realize. And, you know, I'm not a big fan of like tracking calories per se, but it's a good way to learn and understand what's going in your body. Like, I don't want people, you know, tracking calories forever, but I want them to do it periodically. Say like in a year, like do it four times a year to, just to kind of check in with what the hell you're doing. Because sometimes having that information in front of you, and I, I like my fitness pal because when you showcase like the uh, chart where it gives you that pie chart of a percentage of your carbs, fats, and protein, that like is eye-opening for a lot of people where they're like, fuck, I ate 70% of carbs today and only 14% of protein. I don't know why I keep saying 14, but it's the one that's popping in my head. But that has a lot of power for an individual to realize like, ah, shit, like I need to like make sure tomorrow is a little bit better, right? So I highly recommend like everyone listening, like go download MyFitnessPal, it's a free app and track the next couple days. See what happens, you know? Um, You'd be surprised what you'll find out about yourself and your eating habits. Um, So that being said, if you wanted a very specific way of utilizing carbohydrates in your daily diet, this would be the one. You know, like we kind of started off with the most simplest ones, and this is where um, it gets a little bit more tedious, a little bit more specific, but this is the stuff that tends to help a lot of people kind of get to that next point. But it's like, just like anything, like if you don't do this on a daily basis, if you don't put this into practice, and you don't do it for at least three months, you're not gonna see the benefit And this is for like all diets out there. Everyone does this. They're like, oh, I found this new diet. My friend did it, saw a lot of success, read about it online, seen YouTube videos of how amazing it is. Fuck. Uh, um, And you start doing it, but you know, you're only really committed the first week, the second week, you know, three out of the five days, you didn't really do it. And then the next week was a little bit better. And then the next week you were like on a trip. And then uh, by the first month you're like, ah, this doesn't work for me. It's like, no, you actually gotta have to commit. Like that's, (laughs) 
that's one of my like pet peeves when it comes to people reaching out to me asking for help and I tell them all these things and when I do check in with them because I want to know if you know they did it and they're like no it wasn't really working for me and I'm like were you practicing all the things I gave you every single day they're like no but you know what my body I know my body and this this is this is this like fuck like just fucking do it (laughs) fucking do it like you know I work out every single day does every single day that I wake up and I like know that I need to work out do I get super excited for it no sometimes I have workouts like yesterday where I'm just like fuck I'd rather just go home you know or like finish this other thing for work because I have a lot of crap I need to get done and then like I'll get into the gym I'll start rolling and I'm like I really don't want to do this I have low energy like I have those days you know like not every day is going to be perfect but I show up and do the work that's literally all you need to do is just show up and go do it you know as long as you put yourself in the environment where you show up and like there's no other choice than like fuck I might as well do it then you're on the right path you will be fine and nutrition is no different right like if you know that meal prep is one of those things where you lack and suck at you not doing meal prep this weekend again is not going to help your cause like set aside those two hours on the weekend to do it Went on a little tangent and rant there, but that's okay. Um, I'm going to end it there. If you guys have any questions, feel free to reach out. Add me on Facebook. Add me on Instagram. Hit those show notes to find those links. Give me a five-star review on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher Radio, and wherever else you listen to my podcast. Thank you guys for listening to me ramble. You guys fucking got this. Crush the day. I love you all. Until next time.